Hello everyone and welcome to the Rundown with Jazz. I'm Jazz and today we're going to do the rundown on 21 things I learnt being 21. I feel like this past year has been such a great year. It's been tough in its moments, it has been really tough but I've learnt so much and even the last actually three months I've learnt and grown so so much over summer. I'm so excited for these lessons that I've learned and to carry them through this year of being 22. <laughs> I had to do it, I'm not even joking. On Saturday, which was my birthday, the 16th, I was literally listening to that on repeat and I think I'll be listening to that on repeat a lot more often. It's kind of got me back into my Swifty era. I was literally singing 22 the whole way to TGR. So I'll just do a little, life update on just how my birthday went how it was before we really get into all these different things that I've learned over the past year so on Saturday it was my birthday I was at my boyfriend's and we went downstairs the front room had been decorated by him and his mum it was so so cute and then opened my presents he got me an ice bath which to some people might be like why the hell do you want an ice bath for your birthday? Are you insane? But I'm I'm literally, I'm so, so, so excited. It's one of the Lumi ones that we used on the retreat. If you haven't seen it on my Instagram, I feel like I've never looked so peaceful and I was in an ice bath. Very, very confusing, but I just love the whole experience and it really pushed me to get out of my comfort zone and try something new and I really, really loved it. And it's also great ice baths are great for your mental well-being your physical recovery lots of lots of good benefits and I'm just so excited to get using it though I do have a sneaky suspicion that he'll be getting a lot of use out of it as well (laughs) and then I had these girls rum on my birthday I was leading the rum because what I couldn't think of a better way to spend my birthday than to be with all the people that I love at TGR, going on a run, getting coffee and having cake afterwards. Like I was so, so excited to buy one of the vegan Oreo loaves afterwards because they're literally the best vegan cake ever. Like loaf have really, really hit the nail on the head. So went to TGR, listened to 22 by Taylor Swift the whole way. Lots of other Taylor Swift songs are coming on as well. A little bit of Shake It Off. We had such a great time on the run, lots of people, even like travel and I know a couple of people traveled from outside of Manchester to come and I was so so grateful for that so all my friends were there and it was just so beautiful like it's I feel like it's the first birthday in my adulthood where I've truly known myself and known what I've wanted to do and not just done something because it's what everyone else does it's the way I wanted to celebrate it and it was just the best thing in the whole entire world So we go on the run, get back, we all get our drinks. I always get matcha. Loaf's iced matcha is just, you cannot beat it. You cannot beat it. I don't, if you think matcha tastes like grass, go to Loaf in Manchester and get their matcha because it will completely change your mind. Anyway, I digress. And then we're all just having our drinks. I'm opening a couple of presents from my best friends that came on the run and I was already like nearly crying because everything was just so so cute my friend um 
my friend Cara got me this little running belt full of all like post run and during run snacks and it was literally so cute and then my friend Harriet drew me this cat card and oh my god I literally want the cat tattooed on me it's just so cute I, I just want to look at it all the time it was so pleasing to look at and then we're all just chilling suddenly Cara starts filming me I'm like mm, miss girl why are we doing this everyone starts singing happy birthday and TGR and loaf had made me a massive like a massive loaf because for some context usually they come in little like individual serving ones but they made me like a massive birthday cake and they all sang happy birthday to me and I literally nearly cried it was just I was just I'm just so so grateful for these girls run and obviously loaf for making the cake and it was just the best way to celebrate my birthday I don't think I've ever felt so loved on my birthday and it was just I think it was actually the best birthday ever like the best birthday ever it was just so 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 beautiful it was even thinking about it now I like to tear up because I'm just so happy that I finally just said you know what I'm doing what I want to do I'm being with the people I want to be with and it's just amazing it's just absolutely amazing it was just the best birthday ever but yeah that was my little um birthday life update and I said to myself on my birthday 22 is going to be the first year that I will truly live as my authentic self for the whole year because I feel like I've grown so much now that obviously as I spoke about on my previous episode if you haven't listened to that I would very much recommend it but my authentic self is my best self and I feel like I really know who that is now and I know that that can evolve and change but I feel so much more connected now that I'm just so ready to live this year authentically me doing what I want to do doing things because they serve me because they fill me up and I'm so ready for just a year of loving and being my authentic self so that's my little intention for the year of being 22 so Without further ado, let's get into the rundown of 21 things I learned being 21. We're starting off with a bang. These are in no particular order, but I feel like the first one does kind of speak for itself and we're just gonna go through the list together. So number one is that your authentic self is your best self. I've literally done a whole podcast episode on this last week. So if you haven't had a chance to listen, what are you doing? Go and listen to that. It's one of my favourite episodes and it's something that I'm just so, so, so passionate about and that I really, really care about and I just wish I could literally shake every single one of you and every single person, literally the whole world and be like, your authentic self is your best self because I feel like so many people like me spend years of their life trying to people please, which again, (laughs) done another episode on, but trying to people please, not being themselves, moulding themselves to fit in with the group that they're surrounded by that they might not even like but they just want to feel like they fit in and I just want to say you don't need to do that and I was so scared that if I was just my authentic self people wouldn't love me and I would have no one around me and I want I literally am living proof that that's not true I've never felt so connected to my group of friends now I've never felt so connected to the people around me and 
it's because I'm being my authentic self. I've got nothing to hide. I'm not changing between different people. I don't feel like I have to constantly put on a mask to fit in with different people. Everyone just knows me as me. So there is no mask. There is no facade. It's just me. And if they like me, then great. And if they don't, then that's also fine. Not everyone is going to like you. And I could not live with that fact even a year ago. I just wanted everyone to like me. I just wanted to fit in. I just, I do anything and everything to get, to be liked. And that is not your authentic self. It means that you do things that you don't want to do. And why should you spend your life doing things that you don't want to do just to fit in with other people that you might not even know in the future? I just wish I could tell my younger self that and tell her now that we're literally thriving as our authentic selves. So number one is your authentic self is your best self. I spoke about this in the episode, but my main two tips if you're struggling and on this self-discovery journey, which I am still on, I will still learn things that I like about, that I like doing, that I like about myself, learn things that aren't me and that aren't me. It's a continual journey. I just feel so much more connected and grounded within myself now. But I would write a list of things that you love, write a list of things that you don't like, and by growing those two lists and trying new things out, you learn what you like and what you don't like. Or even just, you can write character traits on that list, things that you feel like are you, things that you feel like aren't you. And by having this list in a journal, you're able to remind yourself of who you truly are. If you're having a moment where you're struggling and thinking, because it's hard when you first start off and you don't really know who you are. If you've got this baseline list, then you can go to look to it if you're struggling thinking, am I being authentic in this moment or am I just doing something to please someone else? Go to my list. Ah, okay, I don't actually like doing that, but in this moment, my brain is being a bit frazzled because I'm so used to just complying with everyone else but I'm gonna set this boundary this time. And it's not gonna be perfect when you first start. And you will have tendencies of slipping back into people pleasing. Even I still do, like I'm not perfect. I'm not on here to be this perfect because no one, no one's perfect. And that's what's great about everyone. But I digress, your authentic self is your best self and it's okay if you don't truly know who that is yet but by starting and drawing that little bit close to your authentic self like I said last week one percent close to your authentic self each day imagine where you can be by Christmas just imagine that so number one is that your authentic self is your best self or what I learned was my authentic self is my best self Number two is that people can come and go in your life and that's okay and people do ebb and flow in and out of your life depending on where you're at and that's completely okay. Some people aren't there to be in your life forever and that might seem really sad but if you reflect on it they will have taught you something and they will have been there for you at one point and that's amazing and I spoke about this again in my boundaries episode but you don't need to go 
have you realised that you don't like being around certain people? You don't need to go and suddenly cut everyone off because you're going to be this greater version of yourself. You don't need to do that. You might just need to distance yourself from some people and then when you're ready to, reconnect. And that's completely okay. Even, it's literally happened to me this past week and I know she won't mind me talking about this, but one of my friends from high school, we'd kind of drifted apart and it was through like, we just did, it was just a natural drift apart and I was sad about it, but I think we were both going through different things at one point and that's completely okay. But then on my birthday, she messaged me and it was such a lovely message and it did make me really emotional and we were able to reconnect off that. And I think now that even though (laughs) she lives halfway across the world, we're going to be able to reconnect and start messaging each other a little bit more. And I'm really excited for that. But I feel like if we didn't have that time apart or I didn't have that time to focus and work on myself and us to not be as connected I feel like it wouldn't we wouldn't be in the position where we are now where I feel like our connection is just going to be even better and I'm so excited for that but that's literally just proof that people do come and go out of your life and that's completely fine and I used to be so hung up on as I said previously everyone liking me I wanted everyone to like me I didn't want to lose any friends I wanted to have as many friends as possible I wanted I just wanted to be liked and I was so scared of people not liking me, so scared of not having any friends, so scared of being lonely, so scared of people falling out with me. I just had all these irrational anxieties and I was really, really struggling. I just really struggled if I felt anyone was being slightly off with me. They might just be having a bad day and I would just be like, oh my God, they hate me. Um, They don't be friends anymore, they hate me. And it's just not true. I feel like as humans, we are, we do sometimes think the world revolves around us and it's sometimes refreshing and reassuring to know that it doesn't, like it literally doesn't. And that's amazing because it just means that for me anyway, if one of my friends was upset, I don't suddenly think, well, they must literally hate me right now. I just think maybe they're having a bad day. I might just ask them, are they okay? Do they need any support from me? It just made it so I was able to reframe that thought and really help me rationalise this feeling of needing to be liked by everyone because I don't feel that anymore, really. By, again, being my authentic self, making these really deep and meaningful connections It's meant that, again, I've been able to understand more that people do come and go in your life and that's okay. That's completely okay. Number three is I am unstoppable. Say it louder. I am unstoppable. And this is something that I've learned this year because I've really pushed myself with, obviously, the marathon training, which is now only in a couple of weeks, which is just crazy I've done a half marathon I've pushed myself I'm unstoppable I've done I've joined up with TGR I've led runs and I've done so many things I've started my account started this podcast so many things that just prove that I'm unstoppable 
and you are unstoppable as well. If you're ever feeling down or disheartened or feeling like, oh, I, I can't do that, you can. You are unstoppable. And as soon as you tell yourself that you are unstoppable, you become even more unstoppable. It's, it's just insane. It's one of my little race day things that I'm going to do now. I tell myself on runs anyway that I'm unstoppable and that I can do this, but I'm going to, I got this idea from one of my friends, but writing your race day mantras on your hands so you can continually look at them on the race, but you can just do that as a reminder in everyday life because you are unstoppable and no one can tell you that you're not. No one can tell you that you're not because you are unstoppable. That's another thing that I have learned this year. Number four, which kind of leads on to this, but once I started believing in myself, others did too. One example where I can think of this was the TGRX Life Is Your Bitch event, which I led the run for, and obviously the lovely Megan Short was there as well. Um, And it was mainly a chance for her to meet people that listen to the podcast, but I was the run lead that day and it was the biggest run we'd ever had. I've spoken, I think I've spoken about this before, but I was so, so nervous. But a switch in me flipped and I just thought, why am I telling myself all these negative stories that I can't do this? I can do this. I believe in myself. I'm going to go out there and make all the girls feel super comfortable. I can do this. And as soon as I switched that mindset, I could instantly tell everyone felt comfortable the feedback from that run was probably one of the best feedbacks that we've had and now whenever I go into something I just believe in myself that a little bit more every time and each time I'm then presented with more and more opportunities I've got so many exciting things coming up with TGR that you will all know about very soon and suddenly new opportunities will come and it's just the most amazing experience and it's just so true once you start believing in yourself others will too and it is a kind of fake it till you make it situation sometimes sometimes you just have to tell yourself but honestly if you tell yourself enough you will eventually start believing it and just believe in yourself once you start believing in yourself others will too and it's amazing what opportunities will come to you through that number five again completely links to what I've just been saying. I can achieve anything I put my mind to. We're all unstoppable here. We're all gonna believe in ourselves and we can achieve anything we put our minds to. Because if you believe you can do something, if you work towards that goal, if you set yourselves little micro goals, if you believe that you can do it and you put your mind to it, you can do it. It's just, again proof of this my longest run on my marathon training plan was 34 kilometers I was so scared to do that run the night before I was a bit anxious I was like especially where I've been doing my training runs where I live it is extremely hilly which we have a love-hate relationship with and I was just so anxious and I was like hold on a minute hold on a minute I can do anything I put my mind to. I'm going to do it. And I did it. And it doesn't matter about time. It didn't matter about what pace I did it at. 
I was just so proud that I was able to complete the run because it proves to me I can do anything that I put my mind to. If I'm deciding that I'm going to run a marathon, which I am in a couple of weeks, I'm going to do it. And I know I'm going to do it because I put my mind to it for the last four months and I'm going to smash it. And if you speak about yourself like this, because I never used to be able to say anything positive out loud about myself. I remember in therapy, she'd just be like, just say that you're good enough. And I literally went mute. I literally went mute. I could not, I couldn't say I was good enough. I couldn't say it. And it makes me so sad to reflect. And I just think I was always good enough, but I just, I couldn't see it then. And it it does make me really sad. But now I can tell that girl that we are good enough and we can do anything we put our minds to. And you can do anything that you put your minds to as well. Number six, the importance of not looking for external validation. This has been something that is still a continuous journey for me, but definitely something that I've learned, especially over this past year. Or even if I knew this before, it's just been reaffirmed to me this past year that the more you look for external validation, the more you're placing your happiness in the hands of other people so the more you don't have control over your own happiness why would I put my happiness in the hands of other people when I'm sure there's a quote I'm sure there's a quote let me find the quote there is literally so many good quotes but I'm just gonna pick a few because I feel like they will articulate it a lot better than I will So the first one, relying on external validation to understand your worth is not sustainable. If you depend on people to build you up, you also give them the same power to break you down. That is exactly what I was trying to articulate before. If you're constantly seeking validation from other people, it's great when you get the validation, but then again, you are giving them that exact same power to tear you down. And that's someone else's opinion of you. That is literally someone else's opinion, one person's opinion, a few people's opinion, and you're letting that eat you up and base your self-worth on that, when really you should be able to find, well, not that you should be able to, but if you work it, you journal, you commit to that healing journey, you can take responsibility for your own happiness, so you don't have to put it in the hands of other people, and you'll find that when you don't rely on external validation for your happiness you can find it within yourself and that means that you are so grounded you've got these thick tree if we're a tree now (laughs) we're a tree now analogy time if you're this tree and you've got no roots when you constantly seek external validation from other people you have no roots you can easily be knocked down i can easily walk over to that tree and knock it down because it has no strong roots it has no understanding of itself and and its self-worth it can just be easily knocked down by literally a flick but if you're a big tree with and you've got these big roots right deep deep down into the ground and that's how grounded you are within yourself that's how much self-worth you have that foundation of self-worth is right down into the roots, right down into the soil. It's within your core. And the roots will take time to grow, but 
start that journey today start growing your roots today so then if someone comes up to you and tries to tear you down they can't you've got you've got such strong roots that they might be able to knock a branch off or they might make you wobble a bit but you're not going to fall down and that is just again something that will build up over time and it's still a journey for me that's building up over time sometimes I will end up seeking validation from others especially at uni I feel like not to go on a tangent but the dance industry is such an industry where people will constantly seek external validation because you're constantly being told what you can do better what you can do better and it's very rare in my experience anyway that you actually get told when you're good so you're just constantly it's like a constant chase for a compliment but I'm just trying not to do that anymore because that's the one area of my life where I still really struggle to be happy and find that validation within myself. So that's something that I'm definitely going to work on this year. You are amazing just the way you are. So start building those roots. Start start watering that tree, if you even water trees. (laughs) And have that strong sense of self-worth start building that today it's not going to happen overnight I mean I always say this but I've literally been committed to my healing journey for three years it's going to take time but don't let that put you off because committing to that healing journey will just be the best thing that you could possibly do so number seven is a little bit more of a lighter one and it is I love matcha I love matcha I'm a matcha girly now I used to be an iced coffee girly I will sometimes still get iced coffee don't get me wrong but matcha it's just something about it it's like yummy grass I just love it and as I said before the matcha from loaf is beautiful it's cinnamony it's vanilla-y I just love it I need to find out what matcha that is and when I do I'm not gonna gatekeep it guys I'm gonna tell you but I love matcha and for me personally because I'm a IBS girly doesn't give me the poops doesn't give me the poops I've never had the poops from matcha it's also slow releasing energy rather than like a caffeine in coffee where it gives you like this big rush and then you crash it's slow releasing which means that I don't get the coffee shakes don't suddenly feel anxious because coffee can make me feel anxious just because I think of the caffeine content so it doesn't give me that it's really tasty it has loads of antioxidants I think which are good for you (laughs) And I just love it so much. If you've also, if you've had a bad experience with matcha, don't let it put you off matcha for life because I've had some horrific matcha. And you can just tell. You can just tell when it's not going to be a good matcha. If, it, if it's bitty and it's just not the one, it's just not, not the vibe. Please don't let that bad experience of matcha put you off. Try it from somewhere else. You have to keep trying. Then you'll find your coffee shop that does the chef's kiss matcha and you can go there for all your matcha needs and wants but if I was going to recommend you anything it would be matcha or I always get iced actually but I might end up being a warm matcha girly in the winter but iced matcha with oat milk and caramel syrup is my order and it's just stunning it is gorgeous it is beautiful I actually might walk to the coffee shop and get one after this because you know go gotta treat myself we need a hot girl treat I love treating myself 
literally every day. <laughs> I'll find an excuse for a treat every day. I'll be like, well, done this, need a treat. But yeah, I absolutely love matcha. And that is one thing that I've learned this year. Number eight is that my career goals and dreams can change. And that isn't a bad thing. I've had this really massive struggle with my identity and with doing dance and musical theatre from being so young. And ev- and I do love it. And everyone just seeing me as oh, she's the dancer, she's the, she's the MT. It is really hard and I couldn't really find my identity outside of that. And that was a massive thing that was, again, preventing me from growing into my authentic self because I just couldn't see who I was outside of that. And that made it really scary and very daunting. But recently I've realised that I do, I do want to teach and I can do that within the dance slash MT industry and that'll be amazing but I don't have to do it within the dance slash MT industry and that's also okay and if I'm completely honest I'm not really I'm not completely certain on what I want to do yet but that's completely fine I've got time I've got ideas as well it's not like I literally have no idea and if you have no idea that's also okay like we're expected to know what we're doing for our career from like 16 years old like we're not even an adult yet and you want me to know what I'm doing for the rest of my life. It's just, it doesn't make much sense. That's something that I've really had to learn is that my career goals and dreams can change and that isn't a bad thing. I feel like it's, there's this massive stigma of wanting to change your career, massive stigma if people want to retrain, it's looked down upon and I don't get why. If that's gonna make them happy, then who cares? If me retraining as something is going to make me happy then who cares if me doing the thing that I've always done makes me happy then who cares and it's another thing of trying to again not seek external validation and do things because you want to do them it's absolutely fine that your career goals and dreams can change it's not a bad thing and if you've got a really massive if you've got this massive idea in your head of what you want to be research look up how you can do it look up what you can do to get towards that goal because who cares if it's making you happy grab it by the balls and go for it number nine is feel the fear and do it anyway because when you push yourself out of your comfort zone and dive in head first it's so exciting and that's when you grow i'm sure some of you will know there's that diagram and it says like comfort zone and then outside the comfort zone it's like space to grow or like I don't I'm sorry I'm gonna have to look it up again yeah this will do so it says comfort zone then fear zone then learning zone and then growth zone and I feel like that is so true from coming out of that comfort zone you're gonna be scared but you'll learn and you'll grow and it's just the best thing again example of this is when I did the ice bath at the retreat I thought there's no way in hell I'm going to be in here for (laughs) over a minute managed to stick it out for five minutes and I loved it I was scared of doing it I didn't part of me thought do I even particularly want to do this but I was like you know what I've got this opportunity to do it I might as well try it and by pushing myself out of that comfort zone it was amazing and now I've got my own ice bath, which I'm so excited about. But again, leading TGR runs is another example. I am quite an extroverted person anyway, but 
leading a run, especially with like people that are older than me, which are most people that come to TGR are slightly older than me or the same age as me. I'd not had experience leading groups of people that were similar ages or older than me. And it is daunting, especially when you've got to introduce yourself, do a warm up and lead everyone on the run. I was a bit scared, but by pushing myself out of my comfort zone, it's now something that I thrive in and I absolutely love doing. So if I could give you any advice, would be feel the fear and do it anyway. Just do it. Grab every opportunity in life and just do it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. (laughs) Number 10, I feel like all of these points cover and I've spoken about it quite a bit already, but I am good enough just as I am. And that statement for me is just so soothing. It's so nourishing that I am good enough just as I am. and obviously it links in with how my authentic self is my best self but just knowing that you are good enough just as you are you don't have to be this you don't have to be that you are good enough just as you are and I think that just speaks for itself everyone if you've listened to multiple podcasts of mine but if you haven't then from my instagram my healing journey is something that I do talk about quite a lot and just being able to say that out loud again it is such a growth moment for me there was a period in my life where if so, if my therapist said to me just say that you're good enough and I literally couldn't do it but I'm here today telling you that all this therapy all this healing work all this journaling is worth it because I can say and know that I am good enough just as I am and it's just the best feeling and I'm just so proud of myself. I'm just so proud of myself and if you can't say it yet that's okay but I would urge you to just relax in that statement and just say it along with me that I am good enough just as I am. We've reached the halfway mark ladies and gentlemen after a little interlude to wipe the tears so number 11 is that I'm now exercising for how it makes me feel and that's just the best thing ever exercise for how it makes you feel because running for me or weightlifting or hit used to be all about changing the way I looked and that never made me happy I didn't enjoy it I used exercise as punishment when in reality exercise is now such a mental safe space for me it gives me that space to reconnect with myself check in with myself see how I'm doing and just feel really free and as soon as you try and make that mindset shift to exercise for the way it makes you feel rather than the way it makes you look you'll just fall in love with exercise so much more your relationship with your body will get so much better obviously not instantly but as you go on the journey it definitely will and for me my relationship with food got so much better because now I was thinking shit I'm going on a really big run tomorrow I need to get the fuel in I need to get the carbs are loaded rather than oh I'm going on a big run tomorrow so I'm going to look this way or I'm going to look that way and that is just it was just the best for me and exercising for how it makes you look it's just not worth it 
it's not worth that mental anguish. Exercise for how it makes you feel. And you'll just fall in love with exercise so much more. And that is something that I will hammer on about on my Instagram as well. Oh my gosh. Unlucky number 13. So number 13 after my little choking episode is that everything is projection. As soon as you learn this, you can become so much more comfortable in yourself. It takes a lot of pressure off yourself as well. And it also allows you to have an understanding for other people that are struggling. And it allows you not to take things so personally. Because I remember I used to have a massive thing about worrying that I was loud and annoying because people would say like, oh, people would say that I was really loud and annoying and it would really, really get to me. And I just let it go straight to my heart, upset me. But now I just think, wait, you're calling me loud and annoying. In reality, that's probably because you're worried that people will think you're loud and annoying. So you're projecting that insecurity onto me. And I don't need to let that in. I can put up that barrier. Not letting you in today, thought, pushing you out. I don't have to let that in. And being able to do that and realise that when people do say things, it's a reflection on them and not a reflection on you. And really being able to truly understand that will make things so much better for you. It just means that you aren't letting things completely get to you. You don't let every single comment in. And it just allows you to have such a greater understanding and potentially have compassion. Because it's sad to think that so many people are also feeling insecure but then they don't know how to work through it so then they project it onto other people and it also works the same for you because of the internalized fear that I was loud and annoying because other people had told me that I used to then think sometimes in my head and judge other people and think they're loud and annoying hold up Jasmine why are we thinking that it's because you're worried that you're loud and annoying you're doing exactly that same thing. And I wouldn't actively go out of my way to tell people that, but we're all human. We've all thought judgeful things about other people. And next time you catch yourself doing that, think, hold on a minute, what what's this telling me about me? And it allows you again to grow close to your authentic self in that way by working through those thoughts and journaling them. So just know that everything is projection. Everything is projection. Number 14 kind of links in with my career goals and dreams, but life is too short to not do what you love. Do what you love. Seize every opportunity. For example, at the moment, I am doing a leadership in running fitness course, which means I'll be like fully insured to lead group runs, which is going to be absolutely amazing and hopefully means that I can do a coaching in running fitness course. And that means I'll be able to coach others in running. And I just had this thought on my bed, I think it was maybe about a month ago, thinking I'd really love to be able to coach people in running. Life's too short to not do what I love. So went online, found out some ways of doing it, booked onto the course. And it doesn't have to be like a to do with your career goals or your ambitions. It can just be, I'd love to try out roller skating. Do it. Do what you love. Like explore, take in every opportunity obviously that you want to do because by doing what you love you'll just create a life 
obviously it's unrealistic to think that we'll be happy all the time it's just not going to happen but you'll be able to create this life full of so many lovely memories and all these amazing experiences and it means that you won't have loads of regrets because you constantly live by what you love doing and you found all your passions and yeah I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory that life is too short to not do what you love do what you love and don't give a fudge because I'm not gonna not gonna swear about what other people think do what you love number 15 is that putting myself out there meant that I was able to meet so many wonderful people for example at the Gymshark lift event just before I started this fitness account and this whole journey met so many amazing people that then inspired me to create this account and this whole journey I put myself out there I was really nervous to go to that event I went on my own and I could have easily not gone not, then not had that inspiration met those people then not made this account and not be here right now it's just amazing that when you open yourself up and put yourself out there what you're able to attract and again by having this amazing relationship with these girls Ron and Molly and Brona who lead and organize everything by putting myself out there putting myself forward for things it's meant that I've made so many amazing connections and so many amazing opportunities have come I've met so many beautiful and amazing people through TGR and through my Instagram and through just putting myself out there through this podcast I've learned and grown so so much and that's through putting myself out there and it is scary again because the classic fear of judgment comes in but if people are going to judge me like I like I literally just said everything is projection and that's on them so put yourself out there and join a club join a club I couldn't recommend that more it doesn't have to be running but I obviously use running because that's the club that I do but just find a club that has an interest that you're passionate about and join it and meet like-minded people and put yourself out there because you won't regret it we're back and number 16 is I love this one so much I only found this phrase the other day but it just made perfect sense when I read it and it's something that I have really learned and I'm going to carry with me through this next year and it's what is meant for me won't miss me the opportunities that are meant for me won't miss me and as long as you're continually working on yourself you're working on healing you're working on all these different things and you're putting yourself first you're filling your cup as long as you're doing all these things to be the best version of yourself and working on that healing journey what is for you won't miss you and there's been times where opportunities have come up and I haven't got this or I haven't got that and it has been upsetting but now I just look back at it and think that just wasn't meant for me and it's not in the defeatist way of like oh well that wasn't meant for me that wasn't meant for me it's just if you know you're on the right path and you're working towards what you want to be in your future and yourself then what is meant for you won't miss you and I feel like that is such a calming 
phrase to just repeat to yourself when something does come up or you are disappointed and it's okay to be disappointed about not getting something the only example I can think of is a job but what is meant for you won't miss you and I I just I love that so much I I love those words I give them kisses but I just love them so much number 17 is I've just wrote in capital letters journal 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 your journal will be your best friend on growing on healing if you just want to write something fun down if you need a doodle to distract yourself my journal has taught me so much and I really want to do an episode where I go back and read old journal entries which I think I'm going to plan I just need to read through I have like four old journals (laughs) but just journal if you haven't journal before my my kind of basic outline for a journal is literally get any notebook any pen notebooks are so cheap now if you've not got a notebook even just grab some paper but I like having it all in a little book it feels a bit more special and I write the date I write currently then I write the time and I write what I'm doing and then if I've got something that I feel like I really need to get off my chest I'll write about that but if not I'll in the morning write three things that I'm grateful for but if I'm just picking up to writing you can just ask yourself simple questions like how am I feeling today and write about that or if you look online there's so many different journal prompts that you can go off I put some in my last episode about being your authentic self and that self-discovery journey but I would just recommend journaling so much it brings me so much calm it's not an alternative for therapy but I know therapy can be really hard to get and can be really, really expensive. So if you are struggling or you're on a waiting list, journaling is a great way to work through and process emotions, obviously in a safe way. If you're getting really, really overworked, then it might not be best to write about that on your own, but you know you and whether it's gonna benefit you or not but I would recommend journaling so, so much. It's brought me so much close to my authentic self. It's allowed me to connect with myself. I love journaling. I just love it so much. And I just want to tell everyone, grab a notebook, grab a pen and write how you're feeling because it will help you so much in the long run. And it's also so nice to look back on previous versions of you and realise how far you've come. It's just such a beautiful thing to keep this record of how you're feeling at certain points in your life. And journal when good things happen as well. I used to be such a negative, not negative, but I'd only ever journal if I was really struggling. But journaling when you're in a really good mood and writing letters to versions of yourselves that I did one where, if I'm feeling not good enough, read this from Empowered Jazz. And it's just so great to journal about good things that happen to you as well. Journal about everything, baby. Number 18 is to set boundaries and stick to them. Because I know for a fact that I never used to set boundaries and then consequently became a bit of a pushover. Then never knew how to set them in the right way. Then ended up kind of not doing the right thing, potentially just not replying to people because I I didn't know how to set the boundary. So not replying was just easier than setting a boundary. You can't control how people are going to react to your boundary but if you feel like you need to set a boundary and I talk all about this in my episode on people pleasing and setting boundaries but 
feel like I've mentioned so many other episodes today, but they just all tie in from what I've learned this year. Set boundaries and stick to them because that way you're putting yourself first, you're filling up your cup, you're showing up for yourself, you're turning up for yourself and it means that you'll just be a lot happier, you'll be close to your authentic you and setting boundaries, it is difficult at first but as you do it more and more it will become easier and it will just become a part of your life, it will just become a part of you to instantly set that boundary and I couldn't recommend it more. It has been hard setting them at first and you might get that feeling of feeling a bit guilty afterwards but that will go the more and more you do it. It's just about practice and putting it into practice and setting boundaries will just make you such... It's made me such a happier person. It's meant that I'm actually able to put myself first, be a bit selfish but that then means that I can be there for others who I truly want to be there for and it just puts everything into perspective I just I can't recommend setting boundaries and sticking to them because if you don't stick to your boundaries they're not a boundary it's just so important for life and I feel like we should be taught that at a younger age I feel like you're never taught about setting boundaries and I feel like that's something that needs to change it's not gonna be perfect the first time you set a boundary but don't let that put you off setting them and sticking to them and number 19 is how important switching off to switch on is being present having that day where you don't go on your phone or you silence all your notifications even if it's step by step having just setting times in the day where you don't go on your phone and it, or like don't scroll on social media I spoke about I've spoken about this a lot but the importance of just being able to be present in the moment and having that one day a week where I don't really go on my phone has helped me so much and it's made me reevaluate the relationship I had with going on my phone loads and social media and I just couldn't recommend it more even if that seems a lot start off small start off having to set in the first hour of your morning not going on your phone hour before you go to bed not going on your phone and it's just made me so much more present and I've experienced things so much more vividly because I've been able to switch off to switch on and at first it did make me feel a bit anxious but don't let that put you off that's just completely normal now it just that I've been doing it I think for about coming up to a month every Saturday afternoon to Sunday afternoon it's just meant that I'm able to spend true quality time with people and it's just I've just loved it so much I couldn't recommend it more I would recommend reading how to break up with your phone as well I'll put it in the podcast description but that's what really inspired switching off to switch on and yeah I couldn't recommend it more it's probably the most present that I've ever felt so switch off to switch on evaluate your relationship with your phone or scrolling on social media through that you'll be able to actually be present number 20 is that I am a morning person I used to hate getting up in the morning. I used to be the snooze, 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 pressing that snooze button. But recently I've been getting up around quarter past six, half past six. And I've just loved having the morning. I feel like by dinner I've done so much and I feel like I really thrive in the morning. I'm re- I feel really productive. It's when I feel the most productive and I don't mind going to bed earlier. Obviously there's going to be nights where 
again life gets in the way it's not gonna be perfect every single day and it's not about being perfect but I just am a morning person and I just love being up in the morning love doing things in the morning would much rather I'm a a brunching run girly a breakfast date girly I just love being up in the morning I really want to read the 5am club I don't know whether I would ever get up at 5am every day but I'm just really curious um to learn so I'll update you guys if we end up reading that but yeah I love being a morning person and that is something that I've really learned over the past year is how much I just love being up and about in the morning it's also been really great for when I've been back at uni because I still feel like I have those two hours when I get up to really just focus on myself and look after myself and then I get to go to uni it's not like I wake up I'm suddenly have to get ready have to be at uni I've got that time to myself and it's about creating that time for yourself and that's something that I'm really going to focus on this coming year is creating time for myself because there is time you just have to create it and if it means getting up a bit earlier then I'm happy to do that but yeah I'm a morning person and number 21 which I feel really encapsulates the whole of this year and essentially everything that I've learned this year is my healing journey has been so worth it and so will yours keep processing keep growing you will get there I just feel like especially the past few months I've been reaping the rewards of my healing journey and I've said that a few times on different podcasts I just feel like I'm truly coming into my element I'm thriving I'm glowing and that doesn't mean that everything's perfect all the time I still do have days where I'm going to feel down because there's always going to be downs healing isn't linear it's up and downs but it's about now that I'm growing I I might only be down for an afternoon or I might be down for a day and then I pick myself back up and I have this underlying rootedness of self-worth within me now I've got the big the big thick tree roots that we were talking about earlier I've got that and I know my worth so it's harder for people to knock me now and it's been three long it's been three long years and my healing journey will con- probably continue for the rest of my life. Other things might happen, we don't know, but it's been so worth it. And I remember at the start thinking, this isn't worth it. I'm miserable, this is so hard. But the way my therapist described it to me when I first started EMDR was, it's like a bike and you're pedaling up this steep, 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 steep hill. And then one day you'll suddenly get to the top of the hill and things will start to go down and it will get so much easier and you'll suddenly start sailing down this hill and it doesn't mean that there won't be another hill each hill will get easier and easier to overcome and I just I love that analogy so to encapsulate this whole podcast is that my healing journey has been so worth it and yours will as well keep processing keep growing and you will get there and I think that just about rounds up today's episode I really hoped you loved 21 things I learned being 21 I forgot to say this at the beginning but I got this idea off Emma Neal I'm pretty sure she did one of these episodes I don't know whether someone else did it before her but that's where I got the idea from and I just I love her for the crack such such a good podcast but yeah 
So before we go, we're gonna do our mantra. This week's mantra, it was one of the things that I've learned over this past year and I just love it. And it is, what is for me will not miss me. What is for me will not miss me. And if you're having moments this week where you feel disappointed or anything like that, just remember that what is for me will not miss me. So that just about rounds up today's episode. I hoped you love the rundown on 21 things I learnt being 21. I'll do the classic self-promo section now. So if you want to follow me on Instagram or if you haven't come from my Instagram, my Instagram is jasminezofit, J-A-S-M-I-N-E-Z-O-F-I-T if you want to check it out. I do posts about running, being my authentic self and my healing journey, lifestyle, all that, all that jazz. And it would mean the world to me if you would give the podcast a review on Spotify. We've already got 19 five-star reviews as I record this today. And I'm just so thankful and grateful for every single one of you that listens to this and gets to this point. I just, I love you all. Send me pictures of where you listen to the podcast how you send me messages about how you thought the podcast was. I just love having feedback, love hearing from you guys because it means that I can then make the episodes more tailored to you guys and what you want and what you need because this is, I like to think of it as more of a community thing where we talk about things that are relevant for all of us. So don't forget to tell me what you thought of the podcast, send all your pictures in, review it, all that jazz and I will see you next week for the rundown on a completely new topic. I love you so much. Bye bye!